It is not flesh and blood, but the heart which makes us fathers and sons. Wise words that bring us into this episode of the Jamaican Dads podcast. I'm Dennis Brooks. I'm Marlon Campbell. I'm Floyd Green. I'm Garth Williams, and we are Jamaican Dads. That's right. Welcome to the podcast. Uh, this program is about providing Jamaican men with a healthy, safe space uh, and a functional forum to tackle lots of the issues, the taboo issues particularly, around our masculinity. Well, you know, as we always say, we are dads of varying experience, differing worldviews, but we're all brethren, and we mm -hmm. are committed to this country that we call Jamaica. And a lot of the content out there about parenthood is about women. It's written by women for women. Nothing's wrong, but where are, where are our views? Where are the yeah. dad-centric views? Yep. So, of course, we want to use this forum to, to air those views uh, and to provide advice for our friends who are fathers and fathers-to-be. Indeed. So we have a great show lined up for you today. Coming up later, we have Dad Try This, yet another interesting life hack. Uh, and of course, we have Fresh to Death. We'll share some basic hair care tips. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, it's not for us. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> we'll share them just the same. <laughs> But of course, our discussion in the meat of the matter today is discipline and daddy. And it's a part two of the discussion. We'll have clinical psychologist Candice Ray. But before we get into it, let's fire off with the opening salvo. All right. So in this week's opening salvo, we're celebrating a group of fathers from Washington, D.C. who have formed what's called the Dad Gang. The dad gang. Yeah. The dad yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> In our culture of violence in Jamaica. I'm not so sure I want to use the term We're gang. We're <laughs> <laughs> not sure I want to say gang. Um, but here's but what's anyway, up. Yeah. yeah, four years ago, a woman approached a black father who was doing some shopping in, uh, in the grocery store with his kids. Um, she commended him for quote-unquote, sticking around uh, and doing right by his children, which is cool. It's all good. Uh, now he and his dad gang are marching in Washington, D.C. in an effort to challenge such racial stereotypes. Um, and it's really a, a response to what, you know, they're like, oh, you're a father. You're a black no, father. No, you're a black you're father. You're a black father. You're, oh, but your kids, oh my God. Yeah. Um, so Sean Williams is his name. He says that that moment in the grocery store in a mostly white Long Island neighborhood um, was not unique and many of his friends experienced similar situations. Mm -hmm. um, the encounter led him to launch an organization of solidi solidarity, pardon me, for black dads. Similar to kind of what we're doing mm -hmm. here. Yeah. 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 Uh, with a mission to change the way people view black fatherhood. Yeah. So, according to the CDC in the U.S., uh, American African-American fathers who live with their children are more active than other groups. Would you believe it? Mm -hmm. um, in of terms, course. Yeah, the in ones who actually are. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and that's in terms of changing diapers, bathing, dressing their kids, and stuff like that. So, Sean wants these positive qualities mm -hmm. of black fatherhood yeah. to become more well-known and more celebrated <coughs> in the culture. So, mm -hmm. to Sean and the dad gang. Yeah. Here, here, here. We Hello. salute you. Them that are IG? Need to find them. Yeah, we're going to find them and big them up, right? Um, there's a pretty cool photo of him and his two, his two kids uh, in pinstripe suits and stuff. Nice. So, yeah. Oh, yeah, no. I saw him on Black Fathers. At Black Fathers. I saw okay. that picture. There you go. So yeah. this this is the man behind the dad gang. Uh, okay. yeah. um, but I want to get from us, though. Dad's our, Yeah. <laughs> our thoughts, because in, a, in, a, in another episode, we would have discussed... The father who was giving his kids pedicures, mm -hmm. just the sons, just to teach them how to take care of themselves and mm -hmm. stuff like that. But we commend, we commend activities like this. A absolutely. You know, I think, you know, I've said it before, we produce or we will reproduce what we focus on. Yeah. And if we keep on focusing on the negative, we will have more of the negative. But mm -hmm. if we focus more on the positive images, highlighting the positives, mm -hmm. doing the good things, people will want to emulate that, focus on the things that we're trying to create. Mm -hmm. And I think that by highlighting this, you provide positive models for black men to replicate. Mm -hmm. And I think that even here in Jamaica, that's what we need. Yeah. Because it's important for people to see... You know, some of them do that like what fly don't like. Mm -hmm. And I'm saying that even you though... goals. Even, even <laughs> though... Yeah, exactly. Goals. But, and even though I was never inclined to be a, a whatless papa, right. but it, I'm not saying it never... It, of course, it helped when I see my virgins doing the right thing. Mm -hmm. It yeah. is a positive peer pressure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. 
No, I, I agree. Um, I think that is part of the reason why we have this show. Yes. Right? I think it, it ties in exactly to what they're doing. There are stereotypes. I think everybody knows there are stereotypes. And we discussed it. They have developed. They haven't just developed. They weren't just pulled out of a hat. Microphone. They have developed for a number of different reasons. In mm -hmm. Jamaica, right mm -hmm. here, um, you know, people are still surprised of fathers who are active in the lives of their children because so many times um, it has not happened. But I've, I've always held the view that just like the, the bad child in the class, that everybody knows the name of the bad child, mm -hmm. but the, the, the dozens the, that do well and, mm -hmm. you know, nobody pays any attention. Mm -hmm. That's what happens a lot of times. So there are a lot of good fathers out there who consistently do well by their children, but their stories are not being told. Mm -hmm. So this is going to tell stories um, in the American Definitely. space. I think part of what we have mm -hmm. to do is tell some of those stories, find some of those fathers mm -hmm. who are active, who do well, who mm -hmm. take fatherhood seriously, mm -hmm. and tell the stories. Because, and that's the because ones. we have yeah, to, no. mm -hmm. and that's what I was saying, you know, um, we have to make it uncool to be a worthless pooper. Yes. yes. It's simple as that. Yes. It's the type of poor, poor, poor life. At the end of the day, it cannot be something that you feel any pride about. Yeah. Shame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shame. Shame. Yeah. Shame. Shame. You understand? And yeah. and you touched on it in, yeah. I think it was episode two, no, two. episode one, two. when you were saying that the narrative, you know, yeah. you have youth, you take care yeah, of your youth, yeah, yeah. yes. all right? So it's that is what, that it has to shape and it might take a generation or two for it to reach full, no, yeah. to, to, to mean, mean to, to be higher. Mm -hmm. Where, because, some people still get away with it right now, and them thing yeah. there. Uh, you know, I, I like what you say. It needs to be something that, if it, if peradventure, peradventure, <laughs> you, you are have a, a, you, have, you have one picnic where you're not take care of. You so shame you wouldn't even want to talk yeah, about it. Absolutely. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, you wouldn't even want anybody to know. know. Like once upon a time, you know, say me, yeah, you know, say me supposed to have one youth in a Westmont. Yeah. Really? Yeah, what do you mean you're supposed to have? You know? <laughs> what do you mean you don't know? Yeah. You know, it, it is supposed to be such. Shame. Unspeakable. Yeah, but that's what, so we have to change. As I, as I said, well, we can't have to change the value system around what it means to be a man. Mm -hmm. Because, again, it used to just stop at, yo, yeah, you man. have a youth. Yeah, 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 yeah man. Yeah. man. Yeah. And people ask, you say, you don't have no youth yet. You're both, yeah. Mm. Well, but are you taking care of that? It has to evolve. And I think it's evolving, by the way. Absolutely. The dad gang uh, has evolved into a community of social, socially conscious allies whose motto is... Do we are dad goals. Yeah, but but do they have hand signs? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but that sums up the purpose of the group's events to enjoy their time together while setting the new standard of what black fatherhood looks like worldwide. And thanks to the dad gang, it was not an ordinary Father's Day weekend in 2020. Mm. Yeah, in the nation's capital, hundreds gathered with Sean and his group at the National Museum of African American History yes. and Culture to celebrate their families yes. and bust racial stereotypes. Hold on, no, I think they're. Yeah, man, yeah, man, yeah. Mr. Speaker. Yeah, you're Mr. Speaker. Um, and that's what we have to do here too with Jamaica. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because we spend time with the youth them. Great. You know what I mean? What we spend time with the youth them are do is our next thing. You know what yeah. I mean? So we have to evolve it. Just like how we evolve past, yeah, you get a youth. You take care of your youth. Yeah. No, you spend time with the youth. We spend time with the youth. I do. Yeah, elevate so, the youth. Yeah. yeah. So teach them about them history. Teach them about them culture. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? And then get into things that bring you all together closer. Yeah, man. I think we're going to have to, and part of, and, and I love the external outreach and mm -hmm. the fact that they took it to a public space mm -hmm. and right. public space with a lot of um, history. Uh, part of what we will have to do definitely is have some conversation with, with the young men, mm -hmm. right? The ones who are not yet fathers mm -hmm. in reshaping this mm -hmm. concept of what it means to be a Jamaican dad. Mm -hmm. I think we'll have to go, to have to reach out to them, have to sit down and talk to them. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, don't make it be a buck up thing. Plan mm -hmm. feet, mm -hmm. yeah, yes, and work it out, mm -hmm. right? Think about how you choose the mother of your child. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, we need a whole program. Oh yes, no, you know, here, here Mr. Speaker, here, no, here, 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 are we here. going to open that no, can of worms? But, but no, but 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 it it, it should be a choice. Mm -hmm. Yes, yeah, it's a part of family planning. No, but remember, I, I don't believe in this buck up thing, mm -hmm. yeah. right? So you should take some time and look because even if it don't work out between the mother and the father. If you've taken some time to really choose the mother of your child, it, 
the, the outcomes are normally better. Or better put, if you've taken the time for both of you to determine that you want to start a family together. Yeah, but she have to choose you. To <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. She have to choose you. Exactly. She have to choose you. I choose you. Yeah, no. She have to choose you. In fact, she more choose you than me. Right, baby, mama. And that's exactly what Marlon said. That's exactly what I said. Oftentimes, a woman she chooses. She chooses you long time. You just never know. You will get the roles. A woman make up her mind and say, yo, yeah, all right, I could have a child with this guy. When the man, yo, him just show up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, man. Yeah, man. So we have to have some of these discussions. So good, good move. Very good move. Mm -hmm. So, well, uh, again, to Sean Williams and the dad gang, we salute you. We salute Big all up of yourself. you. Yeah, man, for real, real, real. Um, keep doing good things. All right, no, well, the, con the way we can actually con uh, continue the conversation. Um, let's talk about, a uh, because we talk about doing these things externally, you know, mm -hmm. with, with the kids and whatnot. Mm -hmm. We're in Jamaica. Um, obviously, our audience is not only Jamaican. Mm -hmm. uh, we're, we're in the Caribbean. Yeah, we're but in, in the diaspora. <laughs> but uh, mm -hmm. what I wanted to get at is, what are some of the things that we do with our children? You know, apart from beat them. I'm kidding. It's a joke. It's a joke. It's a joke. I'm but joking. Um, <laughs> it's funny because we're going to talk about this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah. Um, what are some of the things that you and Judah do, uh, and what you have lined up as well? No, well, Cause personally, he's, he's on the two, so, yeah. You know. At this point, I'm simply Judah's. Um, um, yeah, I'm his gopher. Okay. That's that's the word. That's that's my job. But I've seen okay. you. I've seen you do this thing where you you take him to learn how to swim. Yeah, mm. and I'm like, mm -hmm. yeah, I want to. Yeah, well, I, I take him yeah. swimming. Oh, Jackson, not swim yet? No, no, but you need we, to care yeah, about no, because I don't no, want I, I know. But I, mean, I know. I know. And then the thing is that. You're a little bit different. Like, I will see you. I mean, you're, you're, where you live has a pool. Yeah. So, like, I will be in total trepidation. What is the truth? Are you mad? There's a couple of videos that I said, Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ. I'm like, and you're totally fine. And that is another thing. In I trust my child, one, to and him have sense. And also, it's... You're two meters behind him. It's exactly. Yeah. It's simple reasoning. Yeah. If him, why am I sending you swimming? If me, I go act scared with you around yeah, water. Yeah, I'm true. teaching you to be scared of it that way, so yeah. I don't yeah. get scared. Yeah. So if he falls in, I don't reason. You know, if him jump in, yeah. me can't take him out before him even realize him drop in. That yeah. is mm -hmm. one one of the things. And he genuinely loves water. I see that already. That he loves water. Love oh yes. Okay. In, in time a bad time and all. Happy and so time. I encourage it. So and and all. I leave him. If if you see you're you were probably searching with Nate for, for football and them something there. Hey, this you might be the next big swimmer you know, something yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, yeah, stop it. Yeah. No, no worry, man. I, mean, yeah, I, I look forward <laughs> 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 <From> charity. <laughs> I look forward to to the zoo. Mm -hmm. Like I really want yeah. to go to the zoo. I want zoo. to take him to the zoo. You know, so like I'm, I, I I have these things like, all right, I'm gonna yeah. do the I have swimming a list. thing. <laughs> he needs to learn how to swim, but like, yeah, definitely. But like you mentioned, like with the the, the dads going to African American, yeah, and I'm like, museum. imagine taking Jackson to Institute of Jamaica at some point when he can right. appreciate yeah. it, mm -hmm. or imagine like a whole group, group of fathers of us, yeah. meeting up at Institute of Jamaica or some museum or something mm -hmm. where people don't usually go right. unless there's a field trip, unless you happen to go mm -hmm. to one of those schools that go to those things. Yeah. Yeah. Like field my, my mother always had this thing about. You you're not supposed to grow up and not know no way. Right. You yeah. know, so we I'm going to take you places. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna take you to Port Royal and we're going to show you what Port Royal is from early. Like mm -hmm. those are things that I really want yeah. because it's part of the imagination. Yeah. Right. I'm looking yeah. forward so to that. I have I've done the zoo. The zoo is the zoo is an excellent, an excellent place to interact father and son. Mm -hmm. Maybe some more animals around. Mm -hmm. Um so I, I like that. I also I, I've taken it to work. Um, and that means to work literally in the constituency. Mm -hmm. We've gone to meet the people. Yeah. And he's mm -hmm. told his mother he's going to meet the people now. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, we know who the MP is going to be. So. <laughs> oh, well, he has no such desire. <laughs> yes, he, he, he knows. Yes. Know, yeah, well, but he's told me, quite frankly. No, you know, I remember they said to me, um, listen, um, I don't want to be a politician. Right? So I said, okay. I thought he was going to say, like, um, you know, because maybe I'm not there a lot yeah. and things like that. So I said, why? Why do you don't want to be a politician? I'm say, um, I've been to your functions. They're boring. <laughs> 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 I was 
important um, clearly depending on what you do right. Right, once it's safe I think it's important to to take your kids to work expose mm-hmm. them right so they say that's what you do yeah. they have a great appreciation yeah, I've been there I've right? been there already I think, I think, right. come to such I think that is important um, <laughs> and then you know, I love ramping with him. I love, you know... Just general yeah, thing. Oh. General, you know. Yeah. Um, now we're doing a garden. I'm trying to get him into that. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to find different things to make them enjoy those things. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. What works uh, for me was when, like, Noel started to do, like, you know, map of Jamaica and learn mm-hmm. about different sites and so mm-hmm. on to actually take her there, mm-hmm. you know, so she could see these places. Mm-hmm. I remember leaving the stadium with them one evening after football and they saw the mural... Uh, out by yes, 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 there, yes. and they were asking lots of questions, and I was pointing them out. You know, different people who are there and what they mean to Jamaica and mm-hmm. so on. And these are simple things that you can all we can all. But try. it becomes yeah. a teachable and moment. Yeah. Exactly. It becomes a lesson, and that is the most. It becomes a field trip, yeah. of course. And, mm-hmm. and let me tell you, things that you might take simply as adults mm-hmm. mean a lot to your children. Wonder yes. do yeah. these things. It's wonder. All right, so that's it for the opening salvo in the Jamaican Dads podcast. Keep conversation going with the hashtag Jamaican Dads with a Z. Find us on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, uh, at Jamaican Dads. We're everywhere that you can listen to our podcast virtually. Um, so please subscribe and follow us. All right, we'll be back with the meat of the matter with clinical psychologist Candice Ray right after this. Back to the Jamaican Dads podcast. I'm Dennis Brooks along with Marlon Floyd and Garth, and we are now into the meat of the matter. And today we are continuing this topic of discipline and daddy. And to guide us through this week, we have clinical psychologist Candice Ray. Welcome to the program, Candice. Thank you for having me. This is a topic that I think is so important. Uh, traditionally, Fathers are assigned a disciplinary function in the family. Very often, fathers beat, <laughs> and so children learn to fear their father. Wait till the father come home. Yes, yes. Worst wait till the father come home. You know? So, but but I mean, we do have children that are very often indisciplined mm-hmm. um, or undisciplined. And as fathers, we, you know, we look on and sometimes we cringe. What contributes to children becoming undisciplined? Are they just poorly socialized? <clears throat> well, it's a lot of things. That included. Mm-hmm. But also, kids tend to act out when they feel like they need attention. Mm-hmm. Maybe they feel like they're not getting enough attention, but they do give them the attention when they act out. Mm-hmm. It could be a power struggle where there is not enough boundaries in the home, so they're just testing Testing. the limits. Mm -hmm. Um, And it could be that they're going through some sort of trauma and that's their way of dealing. Mm. So that sounds like with each instance, it requires a different disciplinary remedy. So there's no one tool in the toolkit that fits all situations. And how do you know which one you you, you ought to be responding to? Well, that's a tricky question, but I think it would have to stem from communication because you don't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. First, you need to find out why the child is acting out. And then once you know what the problem is, then you know how to address it. Now, okay. what, what I want to get at is this um, matter of the timing. So a child acts out at, say, age 13 or 15 versus acting out at age 6 or 7. Mm-hmm. Is, it, is there a point when it's w- just too late, the horse gone too far out the gate for you to be able to kind of rein rain them in? Definitely. Um, and that's usually in the teenage years. So if you don't get it under control when they're 68 years old, then you're going into like red zone trouble. Are there signs? you know, that you can look at to say, boy, all right, listen, I, I noticed my child at four or five doing certain things and I never kind of 
took it into oh. reined it in. Um, is there some kind of red flag somewhere that you can say, well, all right, let me bend this tree here so before it can't bend again? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I, have, I mean, I work with children. So when you have the, the kids who will look you in your face and laugh when you're talking to them, that's definitely a red flag for me mm. personally because then it means that they don't fear reproach. Mm. And that's a problem. Mm. You know, but one of my... Oh, how do you, do you want them to fear mm -hmm. reproach or fear the parent? And, and how do you teach that? How do you get it so that they know that you don't reach six and they pick me a laugh after you mm -hmm. or eight and they pick me a laugh after you? What are the steps, some of the steps you can make in that early part? And how soon do you actually try to instill that discipline? I, I ask this because my... My son is 17 months, well, 18 months now. Um, how do I, should I start, start correcting mm -hmm. already? And you know, what, what do I, what, help us. <laughs> 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 so I would say that you would start once the child is able to understand language. Mm -hmm. So once they're able to communicate and understand communication, as they talk back or right. at least or understand, understand what you're saying. Understand when they understand what you're saying. Okay. Not talk back, but you know. Right. So once that is established, then you can start to establish rules. You can't have a household without rules because then the child will walk all over you. So the important part of it is to establish rules. And I encourage parents to do a rule chart for the home. Like an actual yeah. like physical, actual written out right. rules. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. interesting. I mean, well, my two of them don't reach a certain mm. phase and don't know what is what. But, mm -hmm. I mean, I'd never thought that a, a physical rule chart to mm -hmm. read mm -hmm. is something that's, that works and or can work. And if the child, well, depending on the stage that they're at, you can actually use pictures mm. Mm -hmm. instead of writing out the words. Wow. Mm. I think, uh, uh, I think the, the earlier said, rules, boundaries, um, is the better. Mm -hmm. And, and that, that's what I have found. Because children test, children try. Oh, mm -hmm. believe me. Oh. And if you don't have that and, and they keep feeling like they can get away, then it, mm -hmm. it kind of evolves over time. Them so, smart enough. Yeah, yeah, what what yeah. I find is that children very often in their testing and establishing of boundaries, and sometimes in just being children, we as Jamaican people have a way of saying, Everything rude, like, and I find yeah, it like it's everything rude, rude yeah. like in rude, no. like especially boys yeah. are s yeah. slapped with this label of rude, rude. Mm -hmm. and unnecessarily so. And so, as a modern parent, you want to give them freedom yeah. to explore mm -hmm. and to develop a mind that you know is creative, but at the same time, you want to establish boundaries. So that the per the people don't shame you or ruin right. you. Know? Issue. That's the same <laughs> problem I'm having right and now. Yeah. To add to it, because and then you wonder. Yeah. Am I am I below him up to what, watch our? What is yeah? What the the, the boundaries in it? Because Judah is very exploratory. Him like so I allow it. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't usually stop him from checking most things. But I'm wondering to myself, am I giving him? Too much time and mm. place, man. Room. You have to instill a time and place, mm. right? In, in other words, clearly, what you can do at home in terms of exploration, you always have a When I'm going to the supermarket, it don't work, right? Oh, no. And we found mm. like uh, same thing with Nate. Nate love rub and don't touch things, and like those first supermarket trips were atrocious. Can we run through the aisle? Right. <laughs> you know so I have that time. And place conversation mm. yes. that listen, yeah, of course, we don't mind if you're around the home and you want it, mm. but when you go here, you will stay right here. So, right, and you have some children who don't understand that. Why? Well, it could be a deeper issue, maybe a neurodevelopmental disorder, or it could be socialization. And I want to ask you about that now, because on that note, <laughs> as Dennis talked about rude, mm. right? I have a nephew who. I'm now diagnosed with um, ADD, mm -hmm. right? Every bit me have ADD. No, well, right. But diagnosed with ADD. So everything when him did little was more like rude, 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 rude. How do you, 
uh, what should a parent do when they realize certain patterns of behavior in their child, your young child especially? What should they do? What sign should they look for to say, let me talk to a doctor about this because I cannot for the life of me understand why this child's hyperactivity, etc., etc. or short attention span. Yeah, so <coughs> being hyperactive is different from being exploratory. <coughs> so you're, mm. you have the typical child who likes to run up and down and so on, but if you tell them to stop or sit down, they will sit down. Mm -hmm. You have the child now who is excessively hyper and you can see that they cannot control it. They have so if they're sitting, they're fidgeting, right. tapping the leg because they just cannot stay still. That is a major so, sign yeah. mm. that something is wrong. And people, I remember when I was a kid, like me and a couple others, especially like in Sunday school, people were like, stop the fidgeting, stop the fidgeting, but we... We just could not. Well, that is an, a different kind of challenge yeah, exactly. because we bring children into adult spaces mm. and expect them to be the little adults. Little yeah. adults. Right. Right. And it's not right. Yeah. You know, we, we have to appreciate that they're going to be kids even in mm. these adult spaces. Even if them yeah. sit down. Yeah. 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 Sometimes, I, I, yeah, one, we have to pay attention to just the, the persistency of the act that you, you consider is, is against the discipline, you know? Because there may be deeper challenges. Mm -hmm. And part of the challenge, mm -hmm. I find, is that we're often afraid <coughs> to reach out, mm -hmm. to explore. Mm -hmm. Maybe we don't want to know. Mm -hmm. uh, that <laughs> right. is something that we have to, we have to yeah. talk about. Yeah. All right. Well, you're listening to the Jamaican Dads and tuned in, pardon me, to the Jamaican Dads podcast. We are in the middle of the meat of the matter with clinical psychologist uh, Candice Ray as we discuss discipline and daddy part two. We'll be right back after this. Welcome back to the Jamaican Dads Podcast. We are discussing discipline and daddy with clinical psychologist Candice Ray. Thanks for staying with us. Now, let's look at some of, the, some of the more nuanced aspects of discipline because we are disciplining within a social, cultural context that's changing. Mm -hmm. And so... Yes, we have fathers who are trying to be good dads, even though they're not home all the time. And what that does is it causes us maybe to overcompensate sometimes. How does how do those dynamics play out? In, yeah, in, when in, daddy's not at home and then has to discipline the child or try to mm -hmm. discipline the child. Discipline mm -hmm. over WhatsApp, right. video call. <laughs> 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 all right, that's kind of rough. Mm -hmm. Kind of rough, but it depends on the relationship that you have with the child in the first place. Because if you're the type of dad who is not present even when you're present, mm -hmm. when you're mm -hmm. gone and you're trying to discipline me, I'm like, who are you? Where you come from? Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. But if you and the child have, you know, a stable relationship, mm -hmm. then your discipline makes yeah. sense. <laughs> basically, say, you know. So remember, so my father. Yeah, we can ask about you. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that is I said two things. Two things. Um, I'm, I'm a kind of parent. Well, my father has never um, beat me in my entire life, but there's nobody I feared more than my father. <laughs> All my father had to do was call. Someone said, "Fly me straight to the world, I come to have him." <laughs> <laughs> I had to have one him. How was he able Crossed to do it. that? Yeah. No, so no. But when, when he comes, clearly he establishes himself as. The disciplinarian in a different sense. Mm. So, mommy is the one who deals with the discipline, Active, right? Yeah. But I, I think two things, and this is important. I think one, the partners in the relationship, if the father is not always there, the the mother is important in terms of how the child views mm. the, the father. father. So, mm. if mm. daddy, when daddy comes, oh, right, oh, then yes. it's daddy, mm. right? So, if more when daddy comes, if I want to go somewhere, I go check daddy. Right, it's no longer mommy in charge. Mm. Right, daddy deals with those decisions once he's around. Mommy deals with it when he's not there. And if me do something wrong, Ronald, 
<laughs> your son, yeah, yeah, big son. man. You know, just come. You know, like if we had a joke, she'll just come in. <laughs> yeah, son. But, 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 but my father is not the. My father is a very laid back time. So I'm going to talk one time. Mm. Right? And I'm not raising voice, not at all. I'm just, I'm just getting a card. So when you hear, Floyd! So I think mommy helped to ensure that he was respected because you know remember discipline ties into respect as well, mm -hmm, especially right. as he gets older. Mm -hmm. So I think mommy helped that, and then when he came, there was no doubt who was who was. Who was I, I find that like, like <laughs> the difference with with my mother and father is it was like my father a more cerebral disciplinarian. Mm -hmm. I find that mothers lick for everything. Oh. Them, anything they catch, they lick you with. Oh, but oh, like, Jesus. your father, when your father says, go for the belt. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, that's it. And then he's, you ever been he asked says, to choose? No, no. Okay. No, go for the belt behind the door. And you go for the light one, and he's, no, not that <laughs> one. <laughs> go for the leather belt. The other one. The other one. Yeah, the boy. <laughs> yeah? And when he tells you to sit down, he says, you've misbehaved. You've done X, Y, Z. And I'm going to beat you. Mm. Yeah? Oh, God. Because you know better. Yeah, You know why I'm going to beat you. And, mm. it, and after five minutes, I like, you're like, beat me. 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 Beat I don't know, but like I, I can tell you, my father never beat often, but I think I remember every lesson from any act of discipline. Like mm -hmm. I, I mean, you you forget the, the, the things that your mother beat you for half a yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But your father, nope. there's there is a difference. Yeah, and, and, you know, honestly. My dear parents, I'm not trying to throw you under the bus, but <laughs> some of the things you did, some of the things that you did, that was borderline abusive. We don't even stop it. We're going to set up like, a session for you. <laughs> right? <laughs> yes. We don't right. even stop it. We're talking about Jamaican parents and their, their need to grab the nearest thing and beat mm. picnic with. We're part covered doing how to be. But that segues into the long term, you think so? Which is exactly Yeah, so so alright, jokes aside, Auntie. That was it. As you say, mommy mommy are the one where do the most beaten. I know. Um when you get when daddy get into it, you know, you know you really messed up. Well, I, I was uh I was sometimes my mom's student mm -hmm. and I was sometimes her son. Because my mother was a vice principal at one of the toughest secondary schools in Westmoreland, mm -hmm. right? Um, now, the Godfrey Stewart High School. And let me tell you, there are some days I'm a student and I just saw she see me. So, whoop, 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 whoop! You understand me? Yeah. And then one next time, come, son. <laughs> you know, no, that so like, yeah, and no, how are you psychologically right yeah, now? Uh, you know, I've had, I've had to deal with it. Uh, <laughs> I've learned uh, prof through professional but, assistance mm, to, to come to terms. But, and that's where we want to go mm -hmm. with, with, with Candice now because Marlon clearly has some PTSD, yeah. right? I'm I'm working on mine, <laughs> right? Then it has flashbacks. Flight seem normal. No, it's not. I said no. I said seem. No one, no one. Me tell me about it all the time. One, me remember, me remember. Yeah, there's one that stuck out. One be when we come home, you know, and like get a new tie, you know. Yeah. Buy a new tie on pharmacy, and reach home now, and I say, you know, mommy, we have a new car. So I said, okay. So how much that cost? Yeah. And I'm going to say, mm, $20. And I say, okay. How much money me get this morning? And I'm going to say, mm, $20. I say, oh, so you never eat lunch? I say, no, mommy, eat lunch. So, how oh, you afford the car? <laughs> no, mommy, just borrow some money from Jason. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? <laughs> borrow money. Do it out. Lesson we learned. Long-term effects, <laughs> as you can see, long-term effects of excessive or even in a, just one instance of discipline which borderline abuse. But is it excessive what, though? Is it excessive or... Come on, turn it up. Hold on. Is it excessive? It's always excessive. Yeah. No, we're here. 
Well, I find that discipline in Jamaica tends to be excessive because mm -hmm. of the whole slavery thing. But at the same time, the long-term effects generally are that the child can be more aggressive in play in their relation with their peers. They can mm -hmm. be more aggressive. Um, poor academic performance. They don't trust their parents anymore. If something happens, the parents will not be the person that they go to. And again, I don't know if you as the parent value that sort of communication with the child. Mm. But it affects it. So again, you have a child who ends up lying. They might act out in different ways. Fighting, early sexual initiation, all sorts of Does stuff. it affect yeah. the parents too? I mean, doing... Because... I sometimes, well, my mom's deceased now, right? But towards her fi final days, we had so many conversations around what took place as, you know, while as a child, mm -hmm. you know? Um, and there was a certain amount of regret or sadness, I should say. D does, does it affect parents? I think it does. But in, in our culture, we're not really emotional people to, to that much of an extent. So True. it's like it's learned behavior then. Mm. They never learned how to properly discipline. So they just did what their parents did. Mm -hmm. And it does affect them because sometimes they wish they would have had that, you know, type of communication with their child, but they just didn't know how. <coughs> and and, and let, let me, <coughs> in another sphere, you know, I spend some time with our, our child care and protection system. I'm telling you, the, the, the reality, some of the things that parents think you can beat out the children, mm -hmm. you cannot. Mm -hmm. And the approach only hardens mm -hmm. the child. A lot of children that we came across who are in our children's homes, they've gone through significant, uh, significant beatings because they were taught to be bad, right? And you try to beat it out of them and it can't. Mm -hmm. And oftentimes there's no communication, there's no trust building, there's no relationship. Right, so they end up just acting out further, and they become resentful. One of the one of the big problems. Is the word. I don't think mm -hmm. sometimes, especially as fathers, we get. You know, you can force children to look for you elsewhere, mm. right? So you have a lot of children who have become adults now who are searching for that father figure mm -hmm. elsewhere because they couldn't get it from you uh, because you believe that only thing that a father should do is to discipline and to punish. Mm -hmm. So they, they never form that relationship and that bond. And they look at elsewhere and that is not necessarily the best approach. Mm -hmm. no. uh, do you guys find that sometimes parents, West Indian parents, tend to beat because they're not teaching you a lesson, but, them, but, but because they're shame. And frustrated. And yeah, frustrated. they're angry. So, like, you broke the thing. They told you don't run in the house. You ran in the house, and the thing broke. And then beat you, not because they're trying to establish, see, cause and effect. They're just a beat you because they make kind of thing broke. And they can't bite back. And the shame, the whole shame thing, too. Have you ever seen somebody beat their child because they're in public and they did something to yes, embarrass yeah. them? And it's different. And... Yeah. Not only do they beat the child, but they beat the child because they want it to hurt. Because I've witnessed somebody beating their child and the child never cry. So she started licking my hot tub. Yeah, because well, right. Right. You think you're a big man. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. If you don't cry, you will get more. And if you're crying too much, you, you get, get none for ball for. You get none. You're not crying. Let me give you something. Is it a bit sadistic, though? It is. Because for real. Okay, so I get the point, you know, that. Punishment, yes. not just discipline generally, but punishment is really aimed at causing some level of discomfort, mm -hmm. right? But to your point, we're talking about people beat you until they see tears. Or blood in some or case. In some case. Yeah, it, it can get very extreme. Mm -hmm. How do you remedy that? What, what, at what point do, does a parent go or, you know, say, oh my God, I really shouldn't have done that. And mm -hmm. let me not repeat it. it, is, it can that be fixed? It can be fixed, but they need to be taught. And I don't feel like <coughs> we have a lot of those spaces to teach parents, you know, mm -hmm. the proper disciplinary measures in Jamaica. I think we need more of that. Yeah. Mm. Because there are things you can do, like withdrawal of privileges, timeout, reasoning, and even the same... White people sitting there. 
That's the response. That's the response that we're gonna get from Jamaicans. But no. it worked. Yeah, leave that to work. Becky. Yeah. <laughs> um, and the same rule thing. When you have your rules, it's easy to set up rewards and punishments mm. because at the end of the day, you can check off to see, you know, what did you do today or how did you behave today? Mm. And if they did well, you can give them a token. And yeah, I, w I want mm. to pick up on that. And a approval is... Oh, yeah, sorry, it means everything. You're saying no, well, we did a mm. whole... There, there was a whole thing in relation to schools and mm. discipline. Mm. And we found when you replace that punishment system with a rewards-based system, mm -hmm. you have a, a, a much greater adherence to discipline. Mm. Right? Mm. So when you reward positive behavior, because now the child, the learning experience is that I'm um, going to do this because I'm going to get a reward. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Instead of don't do this, right. I'll get a punishment. Yeah. Because, yeah, mm -hmm. I, I was saying approval system, I've seen that work. And approval can, it doesn't even have to be something physical. Right. Like with Judah, we clap Judah right. when he yes. does something. And he takes pride now. Like when he finish with him juice, going to the fridge, and he won't put it back. Mm -hmm. And when he put it back, Good yes, boy, and, yeah. and he and yeah. he starts clapping yeah. and he's happy. Yeah, and it's important, and we yeah. we, we reinforce that with engender some more. But at what point though that does that reward system kind of get a little warped? Because at the same time, for example, I made an error at home, mm -hmm. right, by giving one of my children cash mm -hmm. for completing a task assigned, mm -hmm. and now every time they do. Daddy, the piggy bank. Well, this is these are your children, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's your first problem. <laughs> <laughs> right. and, but I have a friend who uh, um, recently was elevated to CEO of his company. Um, and in his story, just kind of sharing it in a moment with us, he said that he did well in school because when he did well in school, mommy at the time would give him $500 for every A. He got in high school, mm. right? So he ensured that he had a straight A profile. He got all ones for his CXEs. He got all A's for his <laughs> A-levels. <laughs> he got his first class degree with honors. <laughs> you know? And then, I mean, obviously that works well. But then, is, maybe there, is there a point where it no, kind of gets a little... Maybe you can give cash for big things. Mm. Or whatever, a bigger reward for big things. But whatever reward yeah, you're giving on a right. daily... It has to be something, something that is simpler. small and simpler. Yeah. Mm. Like I said, clap. Judah mm. gets clapped and he loves it. It works under two. Yeah, but as the child gets older, then you're going to have to adjust what the tokens are. Right. And then it needs to be something that's relevant to them. Yeah, something that's relevant to them. Could it be cumulative? So no. instead of every time, you know, say, have you no. been a good... Oh, no, don't be No, no, no because no. children need instant gratification. So it needs to be at the end of the day or something like that. End good of the stuff. week? Yeah. We'll, we'll give you... No, not at the end of the week. That yeah. won't work. We'll give you 30 seconds. Stare into that camera. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 30 seconds. Final piece of advice for, for dads on this matter as it relates to discipline. Um, as it relates to discipline, I'll just tell dads that they need to be consistent. You can't laugh one minute for something and then get serious the next time. You confuse the child. So oh, consistency is key. So you need to say beforehand what the expected behavior are and then tell them what are the rewards. All right, good mm -hmm. stuff. Well, that's it for the meat of the matter. Discipline and Daddy with clinical psychologist yes, Candice Ray. And she just <laughs> must record. Mind you? Yeah, Listen, I'm trying not to laugh. Ooh. <laughs> You're tuned in to the Jamaican Dads podcast. Please keep the conversation going with the hashtag Jamaican Dads. Follow us on social media. We'll be right back with Fresh to Death. Thanks for staying with us here on the Jamaican Dads Podcast. We're coming up to the end of the program, so you know it's time for Fresh 
to death. Right. <laughs> and uh, today we're looking at a topic that uh, us follically challenged folks. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know. We still need to appreciate because yeah. this has to be managed. We just we don't just wake up like this. Yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah. it is basic hair care tips. Yeah. And, as a matter of fact, it's more work for us than you, you know. Mm-hmm. Go on. It is I, more no, work. On, because you mm-hmm. just go to the barber once a week. At least for me, every morning I have to be... Sh- we have to shave and... Is it optional? Something. Isn't it? Sorry, never what? mind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's like a style of putty. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to choose. No, not really. What? Did you choose it or it chose you? <laughs> so, like, um... Cut! Let's see. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. Okay, okay. Let's hear it. All right, all right. Um, <laughs> so, last, last time around, we spoke about shampooing less because of what happens to your hair with the SLS, right? Mm-hmm. That's the... Who remembers? Nobody? Good. Sodium laurel <laughs> sulfate, uh, which dries out your scalp. We spoke about moisturizing your hair every day. And we also spoke about choosing um, a low maintenance style, something that you don't have to always, one, be spending on, two, always adjusting. So if you keep it low, cut it and keep it low, or if you go bald, intentionally or otherwise, um, <laughs> or if you're growing... Or both, a little bit of both. Or a bit of both, right? Yes, yes. Um, or if you're just growing locks or whatever, um, that's usually the best thing to do. But also, for those of you who carry a little more hair on the head, particularly those who are growing long hair, so um, whether in the form of locks or rope twists or regular cornrows, you have to choose the right styling product, right? Mm. Because you can end up damaging your hair, right? Um, The hard truth is that, uh, you know, it's not cheap. (laughs) <laughs> Let me just put it that way. It's not cheap, but it also you have to make sure that it is formulated for your particular hair type. Now, we're a bla- we're sort of black men mm. talking to primarily a, a black audience, mm. right? Um, a lot of the products out there are not necessarily for your black hair. Mm. So you've got to be very careful. So you make sure that you're in the ethnic section um, or you ask in the pharmacy or wherever you purchase your hair care products, hey, listen. This is my kind of hair. So find something we'll that, can, that can really help, right? Um, but, but then, right? like, yeah. black men need to have a conscious hair care regime then. Yeah. yeah. Right. Like, yeah. It, 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 it's not going to happen by chance. No. no. You yeah. have to be deliberate about yeah. it. And there, there are Jamaican products now. There are a lot of Jamaican product mm. lines that are specially formulated for men, for Jamaicans, use a lot of our uh, indigenous plants. Mm-hmm. Really, yes. really good. You know, really good. You can check out Herbu. Mm-hmm. They have a whole line. Herbu. 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 Yeah. yeah, they have a whole line of herbal care. Is it Herbu or Herbu? It, it would be Herbu. H-E-R-B-O-O. It's one word. It named Herbu. And I think, you know, so it's quick story. They developed it when they were in college and they were saying, yo, buy it for Herbu. Right. But but generally speaking though You want to avoid options that contain alcohol Mm. Mineral oil or petrolatum Mm. Um, Good to hold things in place But really bad for your hair all right, mm. so just bear those things in mind when you're keeping yourself fresh to death. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's it right here on uh, the uh, Jamaican Dads podcast. We'll be back after the blink of an eye. Blink. Of course, you know, we have another feature we call Dad Try This. It's a useful life hack that we try to give you that you can uh, implement. And getting dressed Faster is what we're going to be talking about, especially if your outfit is elaborate or you're dressing up for something important. You don't want to underestimate how long it will take. Um, you, you, you take long for, for, for get dressed? No, I'm, I'm just get ready overall. Uh, <laughs> nope, I don't take long to get dressed. I don't take long to get ready. You just take Oftentimes, long to wake up. Oftentimes, I have a lot of things that I try. You know what I do? I mean, a lot of men do it. Yeah. I underestimate the time that I need. To do the various things yes. on your So, therefore, list. you take long to get ready. No, right? I don't take long to get ready, but <laughs> underestimate the time we need. So, what you can do, and mm-hmm. here's a, this is part of our thing mm-hmm. now. At home, like on a Saturday or Sunday when you have a little bit of time, try put on one suit. So, you know, say you wear a lot of suits. Zane, time yourself. From the moment you would have walked out of the shower, Zane, and time yourself. Underwear, socks, undershirt, etc. You know what the, all the different pieces are? So when you put on your shoes, you grab everything that you need to walk through the door. Time yourself. So you have that idea. You know exactly. So, okay, it takes me 25 minutes from shower to 
exiting. Zane? So you know that. The other thing, though, that we want to point out is what you can do is lay out your clothes. So it might sound like a ladylike thing, but the truth is, if you really want to cut out the whole heap of decision-making, yeah. especially, especially at the last minute, mm -hmm. plan out where you go wear. You know your tie, you know your belt must match your socks and your shoes, mm -hmm. when your belt must match your shoes. Zane, the socks is a different ball game altogether. Depends these on days. These days, these right? Days, Depends yeah. on the socks game where you have, right? Um, but plan out what you're wearing, and then, you know, say it lay out properly. Mm -hmm. Make sure I mean, I don't lay it out actually, like lay it out, lay it out. It but can like, be hung up. No, like for me, for me, like precognition is important. Right. So, like, I will think about every detail and make sure I know where it is because I don't want on the day or at, when I start getting ready, mm -hmm. I realize I really don't know where that brown mm -hmm. belt is. Mm -hmm. And then I'm ending up having to, it just throws off everything else yeah, that you're doing. Right. So, like, everything, let me just check. Okay, it's there. So the belt is there. The socks are there. That, 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 that. And everything is in its place. Because like, everything needs to be in its yeah, place. And that helps me get ready quick. And what helped me too is that I wear a lot of t-shirts based on, you know, just how my, my work around. See? Press the shirt then. So if the shirt then press from before or you wear a jersey. Hang up my jersey then from before so you don't really have no holy for kinks tonight. I was going to say that. Thing. So that at the moment when you're ready, you can just grab and go rather than realizing, oh my God, I look like a bunch of color low because... Mm. If, you have, if you have time on a Sunday afternoon, just do all you need to do. Press, press six, the six dress shirt them if you're a dress shirt person. Six because you need mm. one just in case. Um, clean the shoes them, the various shoes them. Yes, man. If you need, mm. put them down. Make it a thing. Yeah, get organizers because you will have organizers where you can put your socks them in at each. I have one, I still don't use it yet. But yeah, mm. just put it in everything. Have everything ready to go. You know, you belt them the register or whatever. So the, the plus of that is that if you have to change for whatever reason in the middle of one morning, if you change your mind about what you do, because mm -hmm. you might, you, you have options right there one time. So you're not going to go press again this and that and them something there. And routine something is there. important. It routine, helps. yeah. Because yeah, you know where things are, you know how to do things. Mm. All right. So you can thank us later. Yeah. But for the meantime, try it. Yeah, try it. you're it welcome. All right. That's it for that. Try this. Well, we're at the end of the podcast for today. Thanks again for tuning in. Thanks again if you've tuned in again or on another platform. Mm -hmm. um, it's always important for us to try to share as much as possible. We hope yeah. you found it useful. We hope you found it enjoyable. Let's hear from you. Send us uh, your questions. Send us your suggestions for topics or mm -hmm. opening salvo. Jamaican Dads Podcast at gmail.com. Remember, dads with a Z. Yes. Subscribe to us on YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram. Instagram, just search at Jamaican Dads with a Z. Keep the discussion going, of course, on Twitter with the hashtag Jamaican Dads. Until next time, I'm Dennis. I'm Marlon. Always Floyd. I'm Garth Williams, and we are Jamaican, Jamaican Dads. Dads. Until next time, stay safe and support your Jamaican father. <laughs>